0: Hello, Leo. Welcome to Taurus season. Taurus is an important sign for you. It is a sibling sign on the fixed cross. Leo and Taurus, Aquarius and Scorpio, are the four fixed signs. They're four signs that come in the middle of seasons. They describe an accumulated power of the elemental potential. And in Taurus season, All four of the fixed signs are getting not just activated, but I would say remarkably activated. And of course, it's Taurus season, so the sun is in Taurus, and it is meeting up with the outer planet Uranus, with the North Node, the eclipse point. Uh, Mercury is in Taurus. We'll have a Mercury retrograde beginning the second day of Taurus season that lasts the entire season. Uh, pretty much. Mercury stations direct on May 14th, but the shadow period began in early April and will take us through the end of May. We also have Pluto in your opposite sign Aquarius stationing retrograde on May 1st, um, a day when the Sun and Mercury are forming their Kazemi. Um, And then we have Jupiter entering Taurus on the fixed cross and Mars entering Leo, the very last day of Taurus season, um, where it will square Jupiter and oppose Pluto. And Mars transit through Leo uh, precedes Venus's transit through Leo, which will um, begin in June. And that transit will include a retrograde, which won't really be over until October. Um, And then we have more eclipses (laughs) in Taurus at the end of the year. So all that to say, I want to prepare you for the kind of belly of this year, the image that I have in my head is a snake that just swallowed a rabbit or something. And it's like this huge bulge. Um, being a, a period of time that actually feels really intense in a lot of ways, um, when there's activation on the fixed cross, and especially for fixed sign people, there can be an immensity of pressure and a lot of times this pressure is internal. And so astrology can be quite subtle. I don't want you to get scared and think like, oh my God, all these, you know, the sky is going to fall and things like that. It's, it's not quite like that. Um, but it might feel like the, like the sky, you know, in your head or something is falling to your feet and you're, uh, you're, you're pressurized and you're getting worked right now. By forces that are evolutionary and transformative in their nature, that are really deeply um, compelling you to act and react and behave differently and make new kinds of choices and move towards the world and your work in the world and your beingness or your place in the world and also your relationships in very, and I mean remarkably different ways than you have before. Now, none of this is starting suddenly. And so as we move into Torah season, you already know a lot of the themes that I'm talking about because they have been building now, um, some of them for the last four to five years, Uh, some of them for the last two to three years, and some of them just really in the last couple of weeks. But there is a sense of impending, necessary, essential change. It is already happening as we move into Taurus season, but it is um, not in the past yet. And so this is a season that you are just in it. You are in it. And that leads me to say, please be kind to yourself. And I think that kindness to yourself and allowance uh, for your own humanness, and that means imperfections and fragilities and failures and messiness and needs, emotional needs, physical needs, material needs are totally okay. Um, And if you feel like you're having meltdowns, it's okay. Um, I really hope that your meltdowns can be um, of the quieter variety, you know, energetically and and that you can like not get too fussed with them. Um, And I find that it can be really helpful just to have astrology as an ally to be like, okay, I'm having a meltdown, but I'm right on time with the planets, like this is a meltdown that is meant to happen. And there can be an idea, I think, especially working with mysticism and um, you know astrology where it's like, oh, if I know what's happening, then I can make the best use of it and like I'll never feel uncomfortable or something like that. Absolutely not true. I've worked as a professional astrologer now for a long time and I look at my own transits and still be whomped upside the head by them. Right, and know what's happening, but I have to experience it. I have to go through it. And this is just one of those times for you, Leo. You are just in it. You have to be in it. And so please be kind to yourself in this space, be gentle with yourself. And this is important not just for your survival and sanity to get through this time, but also because the way that you treat yourself and the way that you regard yourself. Uh, manifests immediately in the ways that you treat and regard others and it manifests also in the ways that you treat and regard the world and your place in the world and as I mentioned how you are in relationship and how you are in the world are spaces where you are really wanting change right now and you are changing and the more that you can um Love yourself and love others the more that you get to the change that you want to get. And my feeling is that the the loving isn't hard for Leo, right? The heart sentiment, the heart forwardness of Leo is there. Um, but loving, like Bell Hooks reminds us, is a verb. And so it's not that that, oh, you know, how do you love? It's like you can access a feeling of love easily, I think. But how do you consistently practice love? And how do you practice love in times when it is um, uncomfortable or when love feels like an apology or accountability or when love feels like setting a boundary? Um, How do you practice love when you're hurt or embarrassed or ashamed? How do you practice love when someone is being reactive from their hurt or embarrassment or shame and treating you poorly? This change that you're in right now is a cellular change, a spiritual change, as well as a mental, physical, and behavioral change and a relational change. Um, All right, so we move into Torah season and immediately the sensation for me is that things are different. You want things to be different. They are different. Change happens incrementally over time. You might feel frustrated that they're not more different. Um, they are different. Things are changing. You want to be and are being different in your relationships. There's something that's happening for you right now that is about owning your power. And when I say owning your power, the feeling that I have is that you can love yourself and love others more effectively. And you're not so frightened about what people think of you or how you appear or doing the right thing. Or, you know, Leo loves to be the life of the party, um, loves to have something to offer. And if you don't, Oh, well, it's like there's this feeling that you are more aware of the ways that you disempower yourself and also that you disempower others. You're more aware of the ways that um, oppressive systems in the world that perpetuate imbalances of power through hierarchies and um, violences. You're aware of the ways or some of the ways that those patterns move through you and move through other people. And my sense is is that you are gaining capacity, you are more adept at responding to these kinds of feelings and sensations and behaviors and instincts. Um, And in the responses, you are response able, more response able, which means that you're being less reactive, hopefully. Um, and you're showing up inside of your life and in your relationships in ways that have a very different kind of presence um, than you have had in the past. And you are also in a period of time, as we get into Taurus season, where how you are just in the world also is going through some things, and it might feel kind of unstable right now. You don't know um, necessarily where things are going. Some of you might have hopes and dreams and ideas and inspiration. Um, but this is also a time of a lot of instability and things are shifting and things are changing. And the eclipse that we have just before Taurus season begins is an eclipse that ignites, uh, a new question in some ways for you about how you, you want to be in your life and what is the point. And what is the big picture? And what do you actually believe in? And what is important to you in terms of your guiding philosophies is changing. You want something that feels more free. You want something that feels more empowered and less gripped by the confines um, of you know, what I was talking about a moment ago, like the ways that you might get, um, held back by trying to be something that you're not, or trying to impress someone who might validate you or something like that, or trying to prove something to yourself. It's like, you're not as concerned anymore. There's a feeling in your chart of wanting to break free of, um, insecurity of doubt of um especially like relationships that relational ways of being that feel stifling that don't allow you to express yourself um to break free from false performativity it's like this feeling is that you 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 need more space and this is then coinciding with a rethinking And a need to rework on some level how you're putting yourself out in the world and what it is that you're trying to do. Because if you want more freedom, um, maybe there are ways of being that you have practiced and been invested in that don't give you freedom that now um, are not helpful for you. And so you need to take some time and pause and pull back And assess how you are going about your business in the big picture sense. And so in the big picture, I'm going to say, it's time for an energy audit. Where do you put most of your energy? Now, the Leo charts currently have most of your energy going into other people, relationship tending, and like your path, your purpose, your work. great. That is a lot of external. <laughs> That's a lot of like other people, other things. Um, this is a time to do an energy audit. Where are the expenditures of your time, attention, and material resources that are not aligned with the freedom that you want and need can you cut back there are there ways that you can again be less concerned about being who you're not for other people this doesn't mean you're not showing up for other people it doesn't mean that you're less concerned about other people It means that you are less concerned with image and presentation. It means that you're less concerned with your projected ideas about what other people want and what they see in you. And you are feeling more authentic. You're feeling more emboldened and courageous and willing to let some of that baggage go and be yourself. Where have you invested your time energy, resources, behaviors, commitments, and relationships in not being yourself or in being versions of yourself and possibilities that are now feeling constraining. This need for an energy audit is a main need in Taurus season. And I'm going to say, especially the first two weeks of Taurus season, and this is the window between eclipses. So we have a second eclipse on May 5th. This is a lunar eclipse in your fellow fixed sign Scorpio. This holds the root of your chart. So between these two eclipses, um, my, advice for you is to not try and do more things. Don't try and do more for other people. Don't try and do more for yourself. Don't try and do. If possible, um, cut back on what you're doing so that you can assess the situation of all that you are doing and do the audit, do the budgeting process some things need to be let go of. And when we get to the full moon and the lunar eclipse on May 5th, there's a remarkable feeling of release that is coming into your chart that over the next several weeks um you're letting go. You are letting go. And the first two weeks of Taurus season it's like it's kind of like if you're going to clean clean up uh, uh like a an office, right? Like a disorganized office. It's like Sometimes you have to make things messier before they get cleaner. It's like pull out everything because 75% of it just needs to get recycled. But 25% of it is still useful. That's kind of what I feel like you have to do these first 2 weeks of Taurus season, which doesn't make you a particularly productive, you know, or active person out in the world, and it's not a time for you to be doing that. It's a time for you to be doing this kind of assessment process. Then second half of Taurus season, (coughs) we have a lot of support for you to now do some releasing and some shedding. Um, It is very important for you to feel that you have agency and choice right now to say no and to let things go. You've been holding on, especially emotionally and psychologically, to some ideas about how you need to be and who you need to be, especially for other people that are rooted in, I'm going to say like, um, you know, uh, primitive brain um, survival structures, where on an instinctual level, there are ways that you jump into performance mode, that you overcommit yourself, that you do things that you don't actually want to do, that are definitely anchored in very deep, uh, potentially ancestral or epigenetic patterns or in your own kind of uh, biography patterning. And you you want more freedom right now. And so a lot of these ways of being, these psychological patterns are being revealed around the uh, full moon and they need to be felt and let go. Um, this is also a period of time in which it is um, necessary for you to really recognize the relationship between your internal and your external. And if you are not attending to the internal, then the external will become very depleted. And this is a full moon that is asking you to come in, into your own experience, into your inner process, into your feelings, into the deep stuff, and purge, uh, purify, cleanse, release, and again you've got a couple of weeks after the full moon that are really supportive for that kind of release now i want to say that as you release a lot wants to come in and that's why it's so important that you do this inventory and, and audit on your energy and that you do the release work because a lot wants to come in and as new opportunities and new growth potentials and new ideas and visions for Uh, how you want to be and where you're going and what your relationships are possible, um, you have to keep releasing. So you can't inhale forever, right? It's like you have to clear space so the new can come in. Um, In this, it's super important that you are able to discern what is real for you and what is, what is, Truly appropriate for you to maintain, right? Like, what is that 25% that is actually still really helpful? Um, And how do you discern what isn't helpful? Because you have some emotional ties to ways of being that are not helpful. So, I want to invite you to Sherry Taylor's workshop on May 6th, um, which is the second in a series of four workshops that she's facilitating with Embodied Astrology this year. Sherry is a clinical psychologist, a death doula, a mystic, an amazing astrologer. And um, in her series, she's working with Saturn's transit through Pisces. And this is an important transit for you this year, Leo. It has a lot to do with the ways that you are orienting and reorienting around your sense of power, and particularly inside of your relationships, um, your accountability, your capacity for true intimacy and trust. Um, and when it comes to your own power, I would say true intimacy and trust with yourself and with your spirit and Saturn's transit through Pisces, uh, I think helps you or wants to help you do this discernment work around what is real. And that's fully the theme of Sherry's workshop on the sixth. It is working with Saturn, um, around boundaries and clarification processes this is a yes, that is a no. How do I know? Because I'm tuned in, because I am sensing my own deep inner wisdom. Please come to that workshop. I think it will be really helpful for you and very supportive for these last two weeks of Taurus season where it feels like a lot wants to come in at the same time that you still want to be shedding and releasing and letting go. And you definitely need and want that discernment at this time because not every opportunity is exactly the right opportunity. Some of them are totally right, but you want to move towards them in this new way, not in the old way, because you don't want the new opportunities to be shaped by the old patterns of psychological uh, confinement, right? Like you want these new opportunities to be opportunities that help you express and explore this kind of um, freedom and way of being that feels more authentic. And these patterns are so deep. And so y- you you want the support <laughs> to feel into them. Um, I also offer every Monday the Embodied Astrology Somatic Space Uh, It's a practice space on Zoom. It's available by drop-in, by donation. And this is a place where we process through our bodies. There's a little bit of astrological information offered, but for the most part, we're doing experiential work. We're meditating, visualizing, moving our bodies, and tuning in with energetic and archetypal potentials through our felt sense and through our energy. It's hard to explain because it's kind of weird, but it's fun. I have a great time. You might have a great time. And I think it's a really sweet space to process astrology and what's happening in um, non-mental ways. And your process of discernment is always helped by activities and practices that help you feel your body and feel your feelings. Very important for Leo as a fiery energy that can be very idea oriented and super intuitive and quite enthusiastic. Um, and sometimes that big expansive Leo energy bypasses its own feelings and it kind of misses the material reality and requirements of what it thinks it wants to do. And so again, (laughs) this period of time requires your discernment. Um, so Sherry's workshop, my Monday classes, and then on May 20th, Uh, Ramon and Michelle Gabriel Laf Parish, who are climate and food justice educators, cosmic cultural futurists, poets, artists, and uh, really amazing beings. They've been involved with the climate and food justice movements in the Rocky Mountain and Southwest area um, for several decades. They are dear friends. Ramon is one of my favorite astrologers um, to talk to about life and... (laughs) our current state of affairs um they're going to be offering a workshop on reimagining and revolutionizing and transforming systems and relationships with land labor and food and so using astrology to orient towards these very um pressing and urgent situations in our world we're going to think about how do we approach uh climate and food justice, from the places that we are in, in our communities, and with our creative practices. Um, now, these themes resound with Taurus, land, labor, and food, and you, as a Leo-identified person in the solar chart, have Taurus at the highest point in the chart. And Many of you might be feeling called and compelled to respond to the world right now, and particularly issues around land, labor, and food, or bodies and bodily autonomy. Um, If you are compelled and if you are interested, please come to this workshop. I think it will be very inspiring and quite supportive. You can find more information on all the EA offerings at embodiedastrology.com. You can also find your 2023 your ahead reports there where you'll get a big picture, the overarching uh, theme of the year and Taurus season, as I mentioned, <laughs> we're getting into the belly of the beast. Leo, I'm wishing you all the best in Taurus season and beyond. Lots of love and bye for now.